0: Hello and welcome to the quiz kids from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
2: Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select
3: devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The
1: Quiz Kids, brought to you by the makers of Alka-Seltzer. Alka-Seltzer for headache. Alka-Seltzer for acid indigestion. Alka-Seltzer for cold discomfort. Yes, when these occasional ailments make you miserable, take Alka-Seltzer for really fast... Really effective relief.
4: Class is called to order, quiz kids, and here's today's first question. When you give the title of a currently popular song, you pronounce the first name, the middle initial, and the last name of a famous explorer. What is the song?
1: Uh oh, if you can get that one right off the bat, we'll send you to the head of the class, friends. And how about it? Uh, do you know that answer? Well, we'll soon hear what the youngsters here in school have to say about it. And here they are, the quiz kids and the chief quizzer himself, Joe Kelly.
4: Hello, Murphy, and hello, everyone. Well, we're happy to mark all you folks present in school this afternoon, and I know you're going to enjoy this competitive question session with the quiz kids. The questions, as usual, were sent in by you listeners, and they cover a wide range of subjects. Our board of young experts don't know what those subjects are, of course, because these sessions are always unrehearsed. And now, let's get busy, children. Ready for roll call? Fine. Here we go. Joe? I'm
0: Joe Copperman. I'm 12 years old Nate. 8th grade in Cool. Lonnie?
5: I'm Lonnie Lundy. I'm 12 years old and going into 8th grade at Lincoln School in Park Ridge, and Illinois. Rennie?
2: I'm Rennie Templeton. I'm 13 years old and I'm going into ninth grade at u Gary? I'm Gary Griswold.
3: I'm 8 years old. I'm in 4th I'm grade at St. Paul's Oakland School.
4: And a tiny newcomer to our classroom, Bobby. Um, I, I
5: was on July 10th. I'm 5 years old. I just, and I, I'm
3: in... And I'm in
4: play club boys. Now I'm a play clubber. You're a play clubber. Well, good for you, Bobby. Yes, sirree. He goes to play club, believe you me. Well, uh, have you figured out that first question from Donald Hole of Christine, North Dakota? When you give the title of a currently popular song, you pronounce the first name, the middle initial, and the last name of a famous explorer. Now, what is the song? We have two hands up. Renny's hand was up first. All right, Rennie. Well, that
2: would be Richard, Evelyn Bird, and it's song to be the Dickie Bird the song. The Dickie Bird
4: song? That's right. Yes, sir. <laughs> Absolutely. And that gets us off to a fine start this afternoon. For sending in that question, Alka Seltzer gives Donald Hall of Christine, uh, North Dakota, one of those dandy Zenith portable, transoceanic standard shortwave radios. Now, friends, this king of the portables is always the reward when the quiz kids answer your question correctly. If they miss, you get a fine Zenith radio phonograph combination with automatic record changer, the new Cobra tone arm, and two FM bands. So think up a question and send it in. Send it to Quiz Kids Chicago. Well, let's see if you children can answer this question from William Proper of Buffalo, Missouri. What is it that players in one sport use every effort to avoid and in another sport use every effort to get? Lonnie. Well,
5: isn't that... I think that would be an out, because in baseball, they... uh... They do uh, try not to be out, and in golf, uh, in, ma- in, I guess, it's match play, they try to uh, win by a, a score like a...
4: Well, that's, uh, you're right, but that doesn't exactly answer our question. Let's see, we have a couple of other hands up, yes. Joel.
0: Well, it could be to get the ball to net, because in... Uh, Tennis, it isn't uh, very good to hit the ball into the net. No. But if you're talking in the net and the outfield, in baseball, it's too good to hit it into yeah.
3: the net. <laughs> well, that's a
4: pretty good answer, too, Joe. Let's see. I'm thinking of another one, Rennie.
0: Well, I don't know just how much of a sport the
2: first one all well, the second one would be, but in tennis, you try not to get love, and uh, sometimes uh, you do try to get love.
4: <laughs> yes, you do, Rennie. That's right. That's a cute answer, too. Well, you give up on this. Uh, Lonnie has his hand.
5: Well, A little far-fetched. If you're on the uh, visiting team in baseball, you try to catch a foul and put the batter out. But in football or hockey or one of those sports, you get uh, in the penalty box or get a penalty for committing a foul. Well,
4: I'll tell you, you uh, kids were all uh, very warm on this. Uh, The answer is, uh, wait a minute, one more hand, Rennie.
2: Well, in in baseball, you wouldn't want to get a foul that might be caught, but when you're hunting, you'd want to catch a foul.
4: Well, that's true. That's, that's very good. I'm going to accept that. The, uh, the answer on my card was strikes. Baseball, you don't want them. In uh, bowling, you do. So I'm going to accept that as the answer you gave me, Rennie, because that's very, very good. And all the rest of them were good, too. Now, here's a rather difficult music question from John Carlson of Chicago. Our pianist, Fau will play parts of the musical composition, and from the style of the music, you are to identify the composer... And if possible, give the name of the composition Let's listen ready
2: Well that sounds it isn't played uh like it sh- well, like it's written, but it sounds very much like Paganini variations uh
4: that's uh, right
2: um, and that was it was uh it was, it was uh, written, uh, Paganini, for the violin, and Liszt, uh, uh, transposed, whatever you call it, for the piano.
4: You gave me variations. Uh, what did you give me again?
2: Paganini variations.
4: Well, you're, that's, that's part of it. Uh, little Bobby had his hand shortly after uh, you put your hand up, Rennie. Bobby, what are you going to say?
5: Um, it's Mark Manoff on a variations Paganini theme.
4: That's what it is. Yes,
5: sir. That's it. Right, two, please.
4: Variations on a Paganini theme by Rachmaninoff. All right, fine. Let's listen to number two here. Uh, now, we're going to get very tricky on this next one, so listen carefully and tell who is the composer and try to tell the name of the composition. All right, Fran. Bobby?
3: The theme upside straight down.
4: The thing upside, the same thing upside down, is that what you mean? That's absolutely right. That's just what it is. That's right. It's an inversion, what they call an inversion. Well, that's, say, that's pretty good for five years old. Now, I want to tell you that. Uh-huh. Well, you know, by the way, at the end of our program last Sunday, I gave you kids the first clue for our what's it uh, question so that you could be thinking about it during the week. I'll now repeat the clue, and then let's see hands on how many have the answer. Here's the clue. First, we heard a bell, and then a train caller say, All aboard for Gary, Joliet, Peoria, Sparringfield, Belleville, Cairo, and Paducah. Rennie?
2: Well, we all, I, I, maybe you don't know, we all got together. On that. Yeah, and you had uh, a huddle, I know. We had a huddle, and we decided that was the freedom train. The freedom train. Out. That's
4: absolutely right. Uh-huh. That's absolutely right. Well, that seems to have been too easy for you quiz kids, but I'll bet I don't uh, get a lot of hands up on this next mystery question. It's a where's it question from Richard Bussey of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Now, you children are to pretend you're looking for a buried treasure, and from the following clues, try to guess the exact spot where it is buried. Now, after you've heard the first clue, you can go into a huddle for one minute and come up with a single answer. Here's the clue. Twelve are on top, fifteen near the floor. Look to the south, outside the door. There you are. And now, Bob Murphy, uh, I believe you have something to say about experience.
1: That's right, Joe. Friends, remember that old saying, experience is the best teacher? Well, let's apply it to the taking of Alka-Seltzer. For it's true, you'll never know just how effective Alka-Seltzer can be until you try it. Let's say you're trying to get some important work done, or maybe you've been invited to some entertainment or party, when you find you have to lay that work aside or skip that party because your head is aching and you feel pretty miserable... Then you remember what you've heard me say about the fast relief Alka-Seltzer can bring from headache pain, and you decide to try it. Well, folks, there's your happy experience that teaches you just how effective Alka-Seltzer can be. In almost less time than it takes to talk about it, your headache pain is forgotten, and you're ready to follow through with your work or your fun. Yes, indeed, experience is the best teacher, and once you've tried Alka-Seltzer, we know you'll agree. There's nothing quite like it for fast relief from a headache. So remember, won't you, when headache causes grief, misery can be brief. Take Alka-Seltzer for relief.
4: Well, now the kids have been in their huddle, you can take your seats, uh, children. Bobby's already got lost out of the huddle. (laughs) He's so tiny. (laughs) And now for the where's it question, what's your answer? Who's the spokesman, Joe? Birmingham, Alabama. Birmingham, Alabama? No, that's incorrect. I'm sorry. Uh, that's, uh, I'll tell you, we'll have some more clues as we uh, get along. Now, uh, in the meantime, Maxine Lister of Tacoma, Washington is taking violin lessons uh, just like you are, Bobby, and uh, she sometimes forgets what the words mean that describe how she is to play her music. Can you quiz kids tell her how she should play when the music reads uh, spiccato? All right, Bobby. All right, Bobby.
3: <laughs> oh, well, I wish you could see that with a gesture. Well, what, uh, what does that,
4: uh, what does that mean? It should be uh, separate notes like you were doing there with your voice. Is that the idea? Yes. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh huh. Performed perform with a sort of a bouncing bow, lightly on the string.
3: Yeah, that
4: was, well, that was, uh, that was fine, huh? Now, uh, <clears throat> say, uh, by the way, Bobby, you're over in Gary's seat there now after the huddle. You kids want to change because you've got the name Gary in front of your desk and and, uh, Bobby. (laughs) We're a little bit mixed up.
3: (laughs) You kids want to get
4: back in your rightful seats because the names are uh, just the opposite there. Bobby's back in Bobby's seat now and Gary's in Gary's seat. Because you know, Bobby, you were eight years old right then, see. You were sitting in Gary's seat and and Gary was five. And I don't know whether you kids want that or not. All right. Now, let's see about the next one here. How should she play if she were told to play uh, vibrato?
3: lonnie Robin,
4: Robin. Robin. <laughs> we've got that uh, well look bobby uh bobby liked singing the first part and he
3: wasn't <laughs> uh
4: bobby now uh look that, that was fine i mean what i heard of it but uh lonnie he was trying to explain he had his hand up first he that's the uh, rules and regulations. So, Lonnie, you tell us first, and then maybe we can have Bobby oh. sing that again. <laughs> well,
5: isn't the vibrato rather loud and forceful on the violin?
3: Well,
4: uh, no, I, I wouldn't uh, say that. Uh, uh, Bobby, do, would you want to tell us uh, what the vibrato means on the violin? No,
3: reading about it. Oh, you don't? <laughs> well, what were you
4: singing there? Oh, you were singing vibrato. Oh, I see. I, Rennie?
2: Well, doesn't it mean rather uh,
0: sort of continuous and vibrating, like?
4: Well, yes, that's, that's but, very good. Joel?
0: Well, doesn't it mean sort of holding the note a little and emphasizing each uh, individual note?
4: Well, it's, uh, like Rennie uh, said, it's produced by rapid rocking of the finger upon the string. Uh, Just for fun now, let's have Bobby give us his version of uh, vibrato vocally. How about it, Bobby? That's it. That's it.
3: That's it, all right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
4: say, he's a cutie pie if I ever saw one. Now, this question is from Lois Andrews of New York, kids. What uh, route did the following take? First, Sacagawea. What route? Rennie?
2: The Sacagawea was Bird Woman who guided Lewis and Clark.
4: That's up right. to the uh, northwest. That's right. Northwest. And what uh, what specific route d- did they take? Through
0: the Rockies.
4: Well, I've got to have something more than that. Uh, there's a special name. Joe
0: Down the Columbia.
4: Well, there's a special name that takes in the exact uh, route that they took. I wonder if it's uh, Rennie?
2: Well, uh... Isn't it the Northwestern Trail or something?
4: Well, well, you're wa- you're uh, warm, uh, Lonnie.
5: So could it be the Northwest Passage?
4: No, 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 Joe.
5: The Oregon Trail. The
4: Oregon Trail, that's correct. Uh-huh. Now the next part, Neptune. What route, uh, uh, Lonnie?
5: Well, he was the, he's the god of the sea. So so he would take yeah. the underwater route. The underwater
4: route. route in the yeah mythology, that's right. Uh-huh. And. Uh, can you tell me about the other Neptune, uh, any of you kids? Neptune. Uh, Rin- uh, All right, uh, Rennie.
2: Well, uh, the uh there was a submarine, the Neptune, wasn't there? That went. Uh, no, uh, you get a Neptune when uh, what they call it when you cru- cross the equator. Well, uh,
4: crossing well, the equator. Well, wait a minute. Let's see, Joe. Well,
0: I believe the first submarine invented. Uh, I believe it was in New England by a man named Bushnell. The name of it was uh, a Neptune, and it went outside the harbor I, in New England, but it, and tried to think some British ships, but it failed.
4: Well, uh, I'm not asking for that in this particular case. Uh, Lonnie? Well,
5: uh, Joel has a turtle named Neptune. <laughs> he, he would uh, take slower, the slowest way. The slowest
4: way. All right, fine. <laughs> now, uh, Mrs. Joseph Van Cura of Dundalk, Maryland, uh, says she's afraid you quiz kids will have no trouble at all in answering her question. You will hear parts of three songs. Each will suggest a popular quiz program. Now, you must try and get two out of three. Here's the first one. Lonnie?
5: Well,
4: that's
5: Little White Lies. Little well, white that could lies. be a truth or consequences because a good share of the contestants... Uh, Don't tell the truth, in other words, they lie.
4: That's right, truth or consequences. All right, let's see if we can get this
5: next one. Lonnie? Well, that song is Take It Easy. Take It Easy? Well,
4: uh... Take It Easy, what quiz program? Rennie? Isn't there
2: one easy money or, uh... Or easy come easy. No.
4: Well, no, uh, Joel. Take it or leave it? Take it or leave it. That's right. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And see if we can get the next one now. <laughs> Joel?
0: The farmer in the Dell it'd be RFD America.
4: That's right. RFD America. Very good, kids. Very good. Jean Brown of Washington, D.C. points out that although the total number of nurses in America has steadily increased, thousands of additional nurses are still needed to give adequate care to patients in all our hospitals. She would like to urge young girls to enroll as student nurses, and she'd like to have an expression from you quiz kids as to why nursing is a very desirable career for a young girl. Rennie? I don't know. I I
2: think that it's... uh... Uh, sorry of nice I think it's work that can done that uh, I mean you can see w- when your' uh patients you're nursing and you can see them improve and I think that it's a uh a nice constructive work that really is a big help to a lot of people okay
4: Lonnie?
5: well it's uh you you're in clean quarters for one thing, and uh, I think it's a pretty good paying job and uh of course uh, you get the satisfaction of knowing you're helping someone when you're nursing and uh,
4: And uh, Joe. Well,
0: as Bonnie said, there's the satisfaction of doing good. And besides, of course, you meet lots of
3: men.
4: Oh, Oh. yes. And this romantic side, too. Uh Uh-huh. All right, kids. Well, I believe it's about time now to give you the next clue to our where's it question. These clues all point to one certain spot. And you can go into a huddle, as you did before, and come up with one answer. And I hope you get back in your right seats after you have your huddle. So ready for clue number two. Here a scientist of another day proved his point
1: and raised his pay. And now,
4: here's Bob Murphy with a
1: question. Yes, Joe, and friends, it's one you'll find easy to answer. Listen, why is Alka-Seltzer such a favorite in so many thousands of homes? It gives relief, Mr. Murphy. Fast, effective relief from headache pain. And not only that. There's nothing quite like Alka-Seltzer for relief from acid indigestion. Why, we wouldn't think of being without it at our house. Yes. And then there's muscular aches and pains, too. I can repeat that phrase. There's nothing quite like Alka-Seltzer for these common ailments. That's so true. My husband discovered that just the other day when his muscles felt sore and achy after mowing the lawn. Alka-Seltzer brought relief in a hurry. You bet. And then there's cold discomfort. I depend on Alka-Seltzer for the relief I want when cold misery gets me down, summer or winter. I have to say it again. There's nothing quite like Alka-Seltzer. Yes, and folks everywhere agree with you. Alka-Seltzer is not only fast-acting, it's pleasant and easy to take, too, because it's already in solution when you take it. Its pain-relieving ingredient is right ready to go to work, ready to bring you the welcome relief you want. And, friends, since Alka-Seltzer is so fast, So effective and so good for so many common ailments, you'll never want to be without it. So when you buy, remember to ask for that extra package. Yes, buy two packages of Alka-Seltzer instead of one. Then, when those tablets get down to four, with that extra package, you'll have some more.
4: All right, Quiz Kids, break up your huddle now. (laughs) Come on, sit down at your desk. Little Bobby, he didn't take any chances this time. He just... Stayed put right here, see? <laughs> All right, uh, what's the answer, Joe?
0: Detroit, Michigan.
4: No, no, uh-uh. No, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, well, here's the last clue, and it's awful easy. I'll tell you the correct answer. The only trouble is, it won't be in English. But uh, here it is. Bacino alla torre, pendente, solato pendente. Or... This little spaghetti or veal scallopini thrown in for good measure. Um, uh, Rennie?
2: Well, I, this is pretty general. I'd be, I'd be Italian. That's Italian. You're, uh...
4: Well, that's that's true. That's right.
2: You want a specific place in Italy,
4: though. Uh-huh. That's right. Specific place. Well, uh...
5: Could you repeat Joel? That, please?
4: Repeat it. <laughs> I really don't think it would do any good, Joel. Uh, Rennie?
2: Where, uh, let's see. Is the, was the Leaning Tower of Pisa, was that never, ever the point of the Roman Empire? Is that ever part of the, uh, is that, I'm not sure on my, on my geography. is that actually in Italy? Oh, yes. Because Galileo, Galileo proved his point and raised his pay there.
4: He certainly did, and you've given me the answer right there, Rennie. That's right. The Leaning Tower of Pisa. Right, on the leaning side, which is to the south. Now, the uh, first clue, better clear uh, us up on that. 12 are on top, 15 on the floor are the 12 columns around the top, and 15 around the bottom of the tower. And uh, second clue here, a scientist of another day proved his point and raised his pay. Uh, that's where Galileo demonstrated that bodies of different weights fall with the same velocity. Well, that's fine. I'll say, wait till you hear your assignment for next week from Ayla Elbus of Asheville, North Carolina. She has sent in a Wednesday question. You are to tell when the event suggested by this, took, by this clue took place. And here's the clue. R-E-V-S-U-S. Now, there you are. In the meantime, I'm going to go on to question. Here's what Harold B. Hooper of Akron, Colorado sent in. He says, here's what I figured out in my head while riding my tractor. I'm just a clodhopper farmer, but I'll bet the quiz kids can't do it. While harvesting an 80-acre field with a giant combine cutting a 10-foot swath, how many miles will my tractor have to travel to complete the field? Mm
3: -hmm. Joel. Well, uh,
0: 640 acres is a square mile. So that would be the area of the field would be an eighth of them a square mile. So since, as long as it's rectangular, it doesn't really matter to the measure. So let's say it's an eighth of a mile by a mile, or 660 feet by a mile. So it'll be 660 times a mile over 10, or he would have gone 66 miles.
4: 66 miles is absolutely right, George. Now, this next one is from Mrs. I.O. Ebert of Washington, D.C., and you kids will have to know a little music, a little chemistry, and a little spelling to answer it. You are to sing the song whose title is spelled out with the following chemical symbols. Here they are. Calcium, nitrogen, and dysprosium. Lonnie?
5: Well, calcium is C-A. C-A. And nitrogen is N. N. That's C-A-N, and dysprosium is... uh, Is what? D Y. D
4: Y. Oh?
5: It's D-something. That's candy. Candy, that's right. Yeah. Can you sing part of it? Yeah. Candy, I call my sugar candy. That's it,
4: Lonnie. That's fine, yeah. All right, see what we can do with this next one. Uh, beryllium, calcium, uranium, and selenium. Lonnie? Well,
5: beryllium is B-E. B-E. Calcium is Ca. That's C-A. C-A. Then uranium, uranium. That's uh. The song is because.
4: <laughs> uh, U for uranium and Se, S-E for selenium, yeah. and because goes like what? Well, I, I don't know how it goes.
5: Can't sing it. No.
4: Anybody else, Renny?
2: Oh, I'm not sure. I, to, I don't know the words to that one. goes da 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 I don't know how the words get that. Fine,
4: fine. That's just dandy. Doris Johnson of Seattle, Washington says when she was a little girl it was the custom in her family to ask her to say grace at the dinner table. She remembers it as a rather nice custom and wonders if any of you children say grace. How about it? Joel? Well, I do. Do you? What do you say, son?
0: Come to God and be our guest and bless the food he's given us.
4: Uh huh. And, uh, Gary? I do. What do you say, Gary?
5: Come, Lord Jesus, be our gift, and what thy gift to us, be blessed, amen.
4: Huh? And Lonnie?
5: Well, we say God is great and God is good, and we thank you for this food. By the hand we all are fed. Give us, Lord, our daily bread. Amen. Oh,
4: fine. And uh, little Bobby has his hand up. All right, Bobby.
5: It's very nice to think the world's for a maintenance and with those children the same way that every Christian kind of place. Amen. Oh,
4: that was a nice. Yeah, I like that. That's, that's all right. Rennie?
2: Oh, God bless this food to our youth, and oh, my goodness.
4: Thank well, those are all fine. I'm glad that all you kids say great at the table. Um, <clears throat> Mrs. W. Olson of Chicago says that sometimes once you read the newspaper, she runs into so many abbreviations, she can't get the gist of the story. Now, can you explain what this news item is about? Listen carefully. A case was brought by AMPA against ITU... And a trial examiner of NRLB found ITU guilty of unfair labor practices under the TH. Joel?
0: Well, NRLB would be National R- Labor Relations uh,
4: Board. That's right. And
0: uh, TH would be taft Hartley. And what were the other two?
4: A-N-P and uh, ITU.
0: ITU.
4: A-N-P-A.
0: A-M-P-A, that would be, let's see, uh, be the uh, American Prosecutor, it would be something prosecuting attorney.
4: No, no, and, you're And
0: right, uh, the ITU is the Illinois <laughs> Typographical uh, Union.
4: Well, you're uh, off on the first, uh, it's uh, not only national, but... Uh,
0: American uh,
4: Prosecuting
0: Attorney? No, it's Rennie
4: International International Typographical Union Union and ANPA. What does that mean? ANPA. You give up? Well, that means the American Newspaper Publishers Association, and that means a miss. That means Mrs. W. Olson of Chicago wins a big Zenith radio phonograph combination from the makers of Alka-Seltzer for sending in that question that you quiz kids couldn't answer. Now, that school bell means we've finished another question session, quiz kids, and I know you're anxious to find out what grades you made. The judges will be ready to hand me your report cards in just a minute, and while we're waiting, here's an important message about one-a-day brand vitamins.
1: Don't take chances. Are you sure you're getting all the essential vitamins you need from the food you eat? Remember this. Government surveys show that the meals of three out of four persons are short on vitamins. Don't take chances. Instead, take one-a-day brand multiple vitamins. Lack of vitamins in your food can cause you to feel under par and run down. Don't take chances. Instead, take one-a-day brand multiple vitamins. Sixty capsules, two months supply, only $2 at any drugstore. Potency guaranteed by Miles Laboratories. Lack of vitamins in your food can keep you from feeling your best and looking your best. Take one-a-day brand, multiple vitamin capsules.
4: All right now, quiz kids, the judges have finished adding up the scores, and we're ready to see who comes back to class next Sunday. But don't forget now, whether you win or lose, your children will each receive a $100 security bond from the makers of Alka-Seltzer to help you with your future education. Now then, here are your report cards. The judges say our entire class missed one question this afternoon. Rennie was first. Lonnie second, and Joel and Bobby tied for third. So you four will be back in school next week to compete with Mike Mullen, age ten. In the meantime, Quiz Kids and you listeners too, be thinking about that clue to our Wednesday question. Remember, it's R E V S U S. We'll be calling for answers first thing next Sunday. And now, until then, this is Joe Kelly dismissing the Quiz Kids class. Goodbye, kids.
3: Bye, Mr. Kelly. Kelly. Listen
1: to the quiz kits every week and listen to Alcatel's News of the World every Monday through Friday on most of these NBC stations. This is Bob Murphy speaking. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.